All the hands will take you on a journey just a piece at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment. We can blow your mind. Every question will be answered, nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of the page, you'll be amazed. You will cream your jeans. guys, welcome to the swap cast of Mormon and the Meth Head and Overbooked. Overbooked. That's how you say it. Swap cast. I've been trying to say that for days. Swap cast? How did I didn't you know. pronounce it? I was it? like, I think they called it a pod swap? Was it a pod swap? A pod oh, swap. Oh, it should be called a pod swap. That's fantastic. S- swap cast. Swap cast. Overbooked. Right. Where right. We, so this will be a double episode. Like the same episode can be found. Mm-hmm. Mormon and the Meth Head and You can overbooked. sneak preview it on Patreon and then the next week it will come out. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm now, Jinx and Alicia, we tr- we were here in Boise a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we recorded an episode with you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you remember that? That was, was a year yeah. ago? It was a year ago. It was well, last it was BFP. BFP. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I thought that was longer ago for some reason. That's weird. Yep. Okay. Yep. It was a year ago, and uh, we threw it away. We deleted that <laughs> file. We never used it. Really? Yeah. Oh, really sad sorry God. this is it's uh we felt bad about it <sighs> I've never the remo- we had sound issues really let us was down. part of it right yeah we had one Let's microphone between us uh-huh. that's right <laughs> that was a rough week and then yeah it was a rough week <laughs> we were just <laughs> me just, and jessica were just sad and like we listened to our voices can we tell room. the story on this podcast let's do it okay let's do it so we're do you know the story i know the story okay we oh, are. She flexed on you there, Alicia. Whatever. It's cool. We're recording podcasts I leading. Okay. 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 Leading okay. up to this, uh, I'm surprised this will be the first time we've ever told it on our ever. podcast. That seems exciting. Leading up to this, I was getting nauseous all the time, and some like some other symptom that finally one day we we're recording podcasts in the, the condo, condo, and I say. I was super tired or something. And I was like, what am I fucking pregnant? Oh my God. And I run to the drugstore and I get a pregnancy test and I come back and I take the pregnancy test and it seems like it's negative. I chuck it in the trash. Now the story of how I found out I was pregnant with Lily was the same thing. It was a negative test. I chuck it in the trash and then lean over later and see that it's positive and then dig out the other five that I had taken that week and they were all positive. (laughs) (laughs) So we go back to recording podcasts and then I go to the bathroom and when I sit down on the toilet, I see the positive pregnancy test in the trash can and I yell from the bathroom and I come back out and the tone of the rest of the day is just because we immediately know I've had three kids. I, I've kept them all, but I know that I can't do this right now. Right, Right. Like, um, I get sick and then depressed for two years and I, I can't like that's three years. I just moved to LA. Like I can't. And this is the first time in my life that I considered, uh, not keeping a baby. And, um, uh, so we were just bummed. We were sad. It was like immediately we know we have to do this, but it was sad. And, and we get to the contest and we're in this super packed comedy club tell the contests that you guys do every year that help run it every year right Boise's funniest person it's a it's an annual thing for brand new comedians and you guys come and judge it we came and judged it and And we had brand new they're so new that whatever you guys say to them it's going to make a lot of impact so I feel like that's where it gets interesting yeah (laughs) Yeah. I I want to tell every single one of them to fuck off. I'm going to be like, after every <laughs> single set, I'm be like, listen, I didn't listen to it. it wasn't, I was on my phone the whole time. Didn't care. But I'm positive it wasn't good. So. <laughs> Thank you, Hofstetter. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so there's kind of an anonymity here, and I'm way over emotional. Like, I'm not, I for some reason, I couldn't just be like, I'll deal with this when I get home. You know, I was just triggered. 
and I'm sobbing. I'm sitting between Aaron and it was uh, Amy Adams that does. Amy the, Atkins. Yeah, yeah, Amy Atkins. Wow. Uh, I know that was really close. Damn. Um, and she doesn't even notice, but I am. I am. My whole body is shaking. I'm crying so hard, and there's just tears streaming down my face. And but there's kind of an anonymity in how packed this comedy club is. And the show's getting ready to start, so all the lights are turned off. And I'm like, I'm all right. And he's being very sweet, like holding my hand or whatever. And then all of a sudden, a spotlight shines on my face, and they're like, and now it's time to meet our judges. And I am bawling my eyes out and then i just start laughing we immediately switch from crying to laughing it's so funny and amy has no fucking clue what's going i think we yeah. just seemed very rude to her but we were just uh, in our own world yeah we were just laughing we were just laughing at you know uh, and so then they were like the, the the host could see my face right? right so then he was like jessa reed what would you like to see tonight and then when he sees me try to answer i see him realize that i've that i've like makeup running down my face and that i'm clearly been crying and i said punchlines. and then he was like all right and now <laughs> it's gonna be and then we go back home for the i mean obviously we don't have a baby so like, we come back Go ahead. The next day, you guys came over to, to uh, record, record. Right. this ill-fated podcast. Yeah, it was a very tender time. We right. uh, and we, we talked tried to specifically focus. about having kids and being moms <laughs> the yeah. entire oh, fucking shit. Yeah. Just, uh, right. I'm so now sorry. I recall. So is it that night? <laughs> okay. Did we have a full 24 hours with it? It ends with us after a show mm -hmm. sitting in the kitchen and kind of like what it would be like we're, we can't do this but like what it would be if we did and what it was like when our babies were babies and stuff is very sad for me it's like i've never not kept one i'm also in my 40s he has another decade left you know so i'm like oh this is like could be the last chance you know and so this very just sad uh thing uh, i mean it was very sad for him also but in my but i was like <laughs> Like my trip you know was, right. uh, I've never done this before. I swore I would never would. And, but I like, I have to. And then like, that's probably like it. The door closes after that. And, um, and then, uh, we cry it out and then we go to go to bed and I start bleeding. Oh. And so it was this weird, like the TV show. Do you remember like TV, like sitcoms would have to that just one weird show that was set somewhere the very else. Very special. Episode. Yeah. Where it's like some <laughs> alternate thing happens. And mm -hmm. then at the end, they're right back to they're the back original to timeline. Right. Yeah. And it was just this very, <laughs> very intense thing for us to go through together where yeah. uh, while also handling the pressure of judging an amateur comedy <laughs> competition let's not discount we were know? supposed to hang out that night though i remember you were like uh yeah, we you guys ready like, to hang oh, out we're, we're gonna, like we're gonna go home and, and cry like, we, we're like, real tired we gotta go to real, bed we're real, like, real oh, tired okay i get it real tired from planning all of our abortions but I specifically remember you saying punchlines and then him just going right on <laughs> yeah. and being like, you know, I mean, that's, she's not I mean, wrong. That's, right? yeah. like, that's totally makes a, good, some yeah. Yeah. Makes a good point. Absolutely. It made sense. I, I didn't suspect a thing. But I mention you guys on our podcast pretty often. I bring you, mm. I bring Lady Business and, and Jinx and Alicia up. We're like those ancillary characters that people don't actually know who they are, but they just mm -hmm. go along like, oh yeah, them. Oh, oh yeah. right, right, mm -hmm. right, 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 right. The Boise girls. Mm. Yeah. But you're two of my favorite people, oh, and the sure. only reason worth visiting this shit town. Now, <laughs> come on. There's also the Fry Company. Sure. Get fucked. There's potato. Eighth Street. I get Wait a minute. Your parents live here. That's. Oh, you're a terrible person. <laughs> very bad. Very very bad. They're not listening, right? <laughs> they don't know what channel or blog episode is right. on. So tell us what your podcast is about. Oh well, overbooked. Mm. Is a comedy podcast <laughs> for people who want to read but don't have time. That's right. It's that book club you've always wanted to join but didn't want to put on pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it was. We just pick <laughs> up books and we don't read them. Sometimes we read a portion or one page or maybe the cover. And then you discuss the books on the podcast? Yeah, for kind a minute. Trying to guess kinda what they're we'll about. Or our own theories of what it could be. Then most of them kind of like you talk know? tangentially about. Yeah. This is my specialty. About. Yeah. Is to <laughs> barely know about something yeah, and then speak about it like with. an expert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Total authority. It's perfect. Yeah. This when, is perfect. When you told me about the podcast, I was like, 
Jess is going to be great on this. This is what, <laughs> uh, this, I mean, we do this all the time already. Yeah, yeah. why bother? Why What's the point of reading the, the whole book? No. We, I download, reviews. we know. I well, download a lot of uh, currently self-help books. And uh, I just, on Kindle, because you can scroll fast. And my eyes just like pick up words that are seem relevant, sure, 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 you know, sure, and then sure, I right. read that part and then I go through it and then I read that part. And so yeah. I don't think I've ever read an entire book. There's no, no reason there's, for that. That's pointless. But, you know, I don't need I mean, literature. For keywords. Sure, fine. I don't know. I didn't even finish The Great Gatsby in 11th grade. I no. started it. Nobody I got did. the no gist. And then I was like, happens. there's no point. There's no, no point in finishing no. this. <laughs> I read Flatliners, but that was after I seen the movie five times. I didn't even know there was a book. I didn't know that it had a it book It was first. just a book. It was, it was the, the first. The novelization yeah. of the <laughs> yeah. motion Oh, my picture. God. I love novelizations. I l- they're so <laughs> is good. Is Kevin Bacon on the cover? It Probably. Was Kiefer was on the Kiefer's cover. Yeah, that's why I had it. I love it. I love those because they just literally describe the movie like someone's just watching it and telling you what's happening. I was so obsessed. I love it. He walked into the room. Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's the only book I ever finished, and that was I need to know the only book you've ever finished <laughs> front to front to back. Yeah. The novelization of Flatliners. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> the only one. Yeah. Um, I need to I know to what is going to happen in a movie before I can watch it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm far more likely mm-hmm. to stay invested in a movie if you've if you've already told me what's going to happen. If I'm binging a show that has been out for a minute, I will read the Wikipedia page while I'm watching the show and I yeah. will tune into it better mm-hmm. if but I know what I I'm waiting for. Like sometimes I pretend like I look at it and I'm like, Mm, I don't know if I really want to know that yet. And then I kind of look, yeah. but I do, yeah. but I pretend I don't. Like who? John who? I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what am I lying to myself about? Me. Why am I lying? Then when it happens, <laughs> when you watch it on screen, yeah. are, do you pretend to be surprised? Yeah, of course. Go, oh, oh my God, John. Did. Well, <laughs> yes. I'm I'm currently watching How to Get Away with Murder, How I Met Your Murder. Listen. Right? How I Met Your Murder? Yeah. I love that show and so no, it's much. A, it's an amazing show. It's so great. Listen, but the problem is I'm right now at a pivotal point <laughs> And I know what's going to happen because mm-hmm. one person ruined it for me. But I'm trying right. real it wasn't hard. Me. No, it was not me. I'm trying real hard to pretend like I don't know. I'm always okay with knowing what's going to happen, and the surprise is in how it looks. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's how they did that. Oh, that's how I we got it. there. Oh, that was the reveal. Brava. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That show, high trash, and we love it. Ugh. We love it. Have you watched it? High trash? Yeah. No, how to get Super away with trash. murder. Oh, how to get away with murder. No. <laughs> oh no. Is that Viola Davis? Yes. Okay. And she's got snot everywhere and she's Does fucking she, everybody. She it's amazing. Oh my god. Oh, so yeah. that's why when you said that on the I was like, okay, because so much snot. So I was much. talking about uh Midsummer, which is mm-hmm. a movie that I didn't know where it was going. Still has had fun. I already I do, know. I saw I re- yes, yeah, she I had someone looked. tell the whole plot. But within <laughs> minutes this this actress has snot coming out of her nose and I was like, Wow. Some Viola Davis level acting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's pretty great. She's so angry and hot in this. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's great. I've used gifts from that show. Yeah. When she grabs her bag uh-huh. and gets oh. up and mm-hmm. leaves. I just used that one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very well. What if we too. start? <laughs> I really did. People start judging shows by the gifts they leave behind. Like, oh. Ooh. I like it. You ever seen Lost? No, I use that gift though. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> anyway, hey, what book didn't we read? Mm. We didn't read Whole Again by okay, Jackson McKenzie. Can we talk about Jackson the titles McKenzie. of self-help books for sure. a second? Sure, but so that, I Jessa, like Jessa picked this book. Yeah. So I have you it. have you, you Aaron, picked it? It? Aaron picked it? Yeah. Oh, Fine. You, we were misled. No, I, I did, was supposed to pick a book, but I But then this book came into my life and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> let's do this one." <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, have you read it? I have read the table of contents, okay, uh, and a a couple snippets here and there. Okay, uh-huh. I've read about the same. Okay, I w- I first found this. There's a prequel to this. The original book is called Psychopath Free, and I started okay. reading previews of that on like through Google. And I took this quiz that the book had to see if you were in a relationship with a psychopath. Mm, okay, uh, <laughs> How, what was your score? Yeah, what happened? I they told they told me like. Uh, a controlling manipulative person or something like that. That was what they classified my ex-wife as. 
according to this test. That tracks. Uh, yeah. I don't, do I feel bad about it? She once divorced me because she took a personality quiz online. <laughs> so, no, oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, um, she divorced you because she took a personality quiz? Nah, she divorced me because she didn't love me. But she, she was but like, that quiz she was like, really I confirmed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was I like, like <laughs> I stopped at a rest stop on the way home. I took some personality quizzes. I think we should see other people. <laughs> I like, I like that you said she once divorced me because, like, yeah. and then this no, another other time. <laughs> she divorced me because but that was different. Uh, anyway, my local library didn't have Psychopath Free. They had the sequel, Whole Again, Again, which is the first one is like identifying the psychopath. The second one is healing your heart and rediscovering your true self after toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Oh my god, that's so much subtitle. Also, I like if you just held that <sighs> Four up. Four lines of I subtitle. would think it was completely like a nutritional guide. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. oh, it's the whole again diet. This okay. is. Uh, <laughs> right. mm. I gotta, I, I gotta, like I gotta be perfectly honest with you. This book sounds like kind of a drag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so far, I mean, the I'm like, would you like to hear some excerpts from the table of contents? Oh, just from the. Okay. All right. All right. Here we uh, go. I looked some things up. I have opinions. I know that. The cluster B abuse survivor. Cluster B. Codependent. The drama triangle, guilt for having emotions, drama These triangle, that's undoing blame shifting, Whoa. how to win against an abuser, conversation with Tony. That's a chapter. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear to God. Now listen, I, I love that this chapter. Totally tracks with our whole thing of like self help is just like center button predictive right. text. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <What>? like, <laughs> this totally tracks. Conversation yeah. with Tony. That's all Hold it on. is. Okay. I'm gonna try one right now. I'm gonna do. A conversation or a self-help predictive text. Uh, some of these have actually really helped me, so I'm not oh, laughing I am, about it. I am on a self-help book tear <laughs> oh, for I the just last 18 the center months. Key things. She oh. just yeah. can't deal with the names of those books. Okay. The oh, names no, are terrible. Awful. And then we talk about them on the podcast. And like, because I've learned a lot about trauma affecting your current relationships. We talk about it on the podcast, but I never say the name of the book. And people are like, can you tell What's us the name book? of the book? And it's what like, is it? love me, don't leave me. Oh, oh my God. We need, we need a, please love me, please. We need a starting point. Please so I'm going to start with power. Power. Power, power comes. comes. That's good. Power That's comes. Good. Okay, power comes. All right, here we go. <clears throat> From everywhere, mm -hmm. and you are going on the road power comes yes. from everywhere yes. and you are going, on the, going on the road chapter road 11 oh my god chapter 11 power, power comes, comes from everywhere and you are going and on the road are going, going on the road, road. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see the look road at that we are great everywhere. at this we're a life okay. coach now mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. life coach because i right. like how you were like <laughs> these have helped right. me lately and i was like me too self-help <laughs> books and you're like no 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 the Predict predictive they're great they've gotten me through a lot uh have have you guys do you guys have you guys ever been in a toxic relationship oh i mean sure. I feel like everybody's been all in a toxic of them are by their very nature it seems <laughs> <laughs> i mean relationship you believe relationships are toxic i mean i think they all have their their poisons sure I mean, look some at us, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're the most codependent people you'll ever yeah, meet in I your mean, life. So oh. some of them are, you know, they're all like that, but then some of but them also, are bearable and fine great. and you get some things from. So I feel like they're good. Are you codependent on each other? Oh, oh absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't go anywhere. They are. They like, are. I'm one of those people. I cannot like, I'll, I'll call her and be like, will you go to the grocery store with me now? Oh wow! <laughs> but it's the, but it's the same for me. I'm like I'm falling apart. Jinx, fix it for me, and and she's like, okay, but first you order my coffee. Yeah, like I can't that's order just coffee. <laughs> but you guys like caretake each other for sure. Yeah, that's cool. But I can't literally can't order coffee. She has to do it for me. I don't understand. That's okay. That's Are you guys codependent with your husbands or just with each other? No, I'm codependent with my husband yeah. too, for sure. Totally. But okay. I I think I am with everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a sure. You just yeah okay yeah. There's a whole section on codependence. Everything. No, what's this guy's name again? Jackson McKenzie. Damn it. Okay. Sounds like sounds a real prick. super trendy, and I yeah. don't know how I feel about. I can't. It. Jackson McKenzie. Jackson McKenzie. Right, now, is it say? is it two people like one person whose last name is Jackson and one person whose last name is McKenzie or nope, just, nope. just just Jackson. one ginger-haired, uh, strong-jawed man. Oh, okay. That sounds like someone's twins. 
Jackson <laughs> McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, my my boys, Jackson McKenzie. I actually have a no, no, never mind. Nope. Somebody Wait, else. are you, do you consider yourselves to be codependent? I just found out that I'm codependent uh, two weeks ago. From this book? Did you get no? You found this <laughs> from book from a different no from a tarot reading on YouTube. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. Right. I was like that compulsively follows. watching tarot readings and then uh, w- going to therapy, being very obviously codependent in therapy, and mm. she didn't say anything. But she then didn't I was say, isn't that kind of her job. Yeah. Yeah. No, because when I came back, to- when I came back after learning it from the tarot reading and reading a book about it, I was like, I'm codependent. That thing that I come in and just talk about him nonstop, like that's codependency. And she was like. Oh yeah, I can see that. And I was like, tight. Uh, <laughs> now nah, she didn't in. know. She's need... been asleep. She you're hasn't right. been paying attention. No, She's you just like, said it, and she yeah. was like, like oh, absolutely. oh, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. That explains it. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna need I've been meaning to five hundred bucks. Up, yeah. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, I was watching tarot, like all these compulsively watching tarot readers on YouTube, and then like three of them were like there's a real codependent energy watching this right now and then i was like i guess i should google this word and then i was like <laughs> right. oh my god oh, yeah. oh my god and now like the more i'm still learning about it because i just think i consider myself someone who's detached so it never i'm i'm detached but that's like part of codependency is right. two speeds like up your ass or completely completely out out. and like completely out is the is a protection mechanism and then if someone gets close and vulnerability is experienced then the the arms distance has been uh infiltrated then the only other thing and it's not just like can't let go it's like uh, just insane like complete preoccupation and whatever and then now i read more about it and it's like uh i i feel like everyone's mood is my responsibility like i really Mm -hmm. if you're sad then i'm supposed to fix it like why would you be here and be sad at the same time on like a huge scale and now i'm realizing like i don't like leave people in the inbox i have hundreds of people messaging me uh, shit and i like don't leave it i don't know these people you know they're like fans or whatever and i feel responsible to answer every single one of them and if they engage me in a conversation i feel like i have to stay in this conversation because i can't let them down because they said that i uh helped them with something and uh, you know, it's fine when there was, I was, had a limited amount of people around, uh, but right. now it's like, it keeps getting bigger and I'm like, no, no, I can handle it. I can handle it. I can handle it. I don't eat. Oh, I don't, God. you know, I'm, I don't sleep. I'm just like, constantly uh, answering yeah. texts. Yeah. Oh, see, oh. That's where the detachment kicks in. I can ignore anyone for days, nice. anyone all the time. Yeah, like I would never, I'm totally I can ignore saying, people unless you are in crisis. And oh then my, I can't, I, that's, when my I, that's when I shut right down. Like I'm that's totally, when I'm like, nope, I'm going to disappear for a couple of days while you sort this that's out. That's healthy. That is, is it though? <laughs> I don't think it is. Well, I'm totally don't with do it you. To your kids, but like, right. Yeah. On needing to, on like needing to fix everyone's moods. Like I'm yeah. personally responsible for if everyone's If you moods. are in a bad mood around me, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> that's it's either that that's you don't want me here, that I'm not wanted, or that I'm failing, and um, if I'm not someone who can fix everything, what, like why would anyone want me around? Yeah, yeah totally. What's the point? That's codependency too. That's part of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know no, that. So it's like a disease. It's like the disease of addiction. Like when I really got into what it was, I found out like. I was like super codependently activated on him and I couldn't figure out what was happening to me because it didn't it didn't match up with who I believed myself to be and all and I was started like slowly betraying all of my values and I'm like what am I what am I doing why do I feel crazy and we'd be around each other and I would feel crazy and clingy and and like reading into every single thing he said and every single thing he did and constantly trying to figure out if I'm safe or whatever and then I would get home and my body would get weird and I would just lay on the floor in, like anxiety and depression and couldn't go anywhere with anyone and couldn't like couldn't stop compulsively thinking and I I wasn't like none of this matched who I knew myself to be so I was like what the am I having a psychotic break like what is happening so I read all these books and attachments and like just trying to find something that said what was happening to me and then you know I should have just been watching tarot videos (laughs) (laughs) that's where it's an easier way yeah we did I a little tarot that reading ourselves recently. Oh, yeah. We pretended we could read tarot cards. Yeah. And then really worked for someone. Yeah. Apparently. For who? Just, just this, this just girl. You pretended? Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you pretend by going by what the cards say? What they what the pictures look like to you? Because that's 
the actual gift of reading tarot, not knowing the definitions, but going by yeah, what the cards what look like. Yeah, that's what we were like. doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you probably are just. But we were doing it like extremely literally. So yeah, you were like, uh, we were like, like, you have fool. eight cups. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, basically. We were like, do you have a lion? <laughs> like, we were like, very. Now, is it sick? I've seen Let's a talk sick about lion. Your, Let's yeah. talk about you your red it. robes. Yeah, Let's... he seems like you're really <laughs> proud of this robe. Like, And she was like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, it means nothing. And we were like, right. right. Oh, okay. And then we did it again. And the, some of the cards were the same. And then we were like, mm. <laughs> and then we pulled some more, some more bullshit. And she was like, I don't get it. And then a couple days later, she was like, oh, my God, it makes so much sense. I, I was gifted several robes. Mm-hmm. And we were like, <laughs> and good, eight cups. Good for you. <laughs> Which I fed to my lion. <laughs> How did you guys? That's amazing. I became so a professional tarot reader uh, like a month ago. You did? Wait, that's what <laughs> I did full time now. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> It was so surprising. You could what surprising? I was so <laughs> professional. Fuck comedy, said. right? Wow. Yeah, I do it. I do it from home. You do it from home, and uh-huh. people like online or something. Uh-huh. Or? They book through my website, jessery.com. I'm sorry, I didn't even know you could do this. Tell me more. I read oracles all day. I talk to aliens, like right, you know, um, right. And so a friend of mine, who's uh, Karen Rontowski, who does readings, does my readings, was like, has asked me several times. Apparently, like, why don't you do readings? And then I was going to go start selling cars because uh, I'm sure. going to a Why quick not? comedy phase. And she was like, I'm just going to ask one more time because I told her I was compulsively watching tarot readings, you know, mm-hmm. and how much they helped. And she was like, yeah, I'm just – why don't you do that? Like, that's what, that's what everyone likes about you is the alien stuff and the, and the, you know, you, you literally live your life according to messages you get from cereal boxes and movie posters. Like you can read cards. Right. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, then why wouldn't you do that? Readers are working around the clock right now. And so I was like, okay. And then within a week I had a website set up and cards and, and started doing readings like full time. Huh? How long, how long does, like, okay, so how does it work exactly? Like, how long does it take to do one thing for someone? Um, you can book a half an hour or an hour. Oh, so it's time-based. It's a time-based situation. Yeah, you can okay. buy it buy it through my website, and it sends it to my calendar, and then I call you from my phone, and then I am in my bedroom in my pajamas. Oh, my God, you and, have to talk to them? And I, th- yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So they're... You, you, you were, were to text them the, what the cards are? I was totally in. I thought it was going to be like a, here's my situation notice i'm typing and then you would like do something and send it back like a video or something i didn't uh, really have to like to tap into them so i um i get it it makes sense of course you do yeah <laughs> of course i was just hoping yeah no you don't it's hard do i you act- like i it, have though? it i love it i feel like it was the thing i was born to do like to just have this like gift for two decades i longer than that but like and then never like I use it for me or like I use it for people around me. I use it to like fix everybody, but to actually have an energy exchange where it's like, yeah, you can, I'll help you. You can give me money. And, uh, it, it's kind of like creating a boundary situation for me where now I can start saying like, I am available to do readings and this time I'm going to take in, some space right. other than that. But, um, I, uh, like did I don't, I'm still working out the kinks. So like, um, I got to figure out how to make the website put breaks in between. I almost vomited in between because I had like five in a row and <laughs> oh I almost God, that's threw up. Be so draining. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like inside of people. And so like if people are spazzes, then, you know, I would like run outside and stand in the sun for a couple of minutes and try to like uh, reset. But yeah, I don't know. I, I it like feels a like a year. I'll do it for a year and then mm. be doing something else. Sure. Anyway, sorry. Just eat saltines or something, a little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. In between. Yeah. In between. <laughs> yeah. Sniff it. Ah. You've actually been doing a lot of reading then. See, that's interesting. Ah, oh. <laughs> good segue. She has reader. been overbooked. Overbooked. Yeah. With her reading. Mm-hmm. See? All booked up. Mm. So booked. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I had to look up a lot of things when I read just a description of this book. I had to look up what um, a core wound was. Uh huh. Didn't know what that was. I had to look that up. Um, I looked up um, shit. Something else I didn't know, but I can't remember CPTSD. right now. All right, probably. So but I was like, I hear these terms, but I have no fucking clue what any what of them mean. What is a core wound? Listen, I, 
I feel like I could explain it, but I also might not actually know, and then I'd be embarrassed. So I feel like one of Just, you should explain it. Could it. Be, I mean, this guy, from what I've what I've glanced over so far, mm-hmm. he's using the word core wound. Like these are like the terms he's using, right? Right. He talks about the core wound and the protective self. Basically, the core wound is a, just like an emotional injury, just some sort of emotional trauma that you've suffered. Uh, this could be just like something that happened to you as a kid, or it's more specifically in this book, he's talking a lot about a relationship that was toxic with a, like a narcissistic person that then ended up wounding you, right? Okay. Um, and, and then he says, our like bodies are built for survival and like our natural, our natural instinct when there's an injury is to uh, create this new identity that is not injured. And so it cre- we create the protective self. And it's like this, this new identity or this shield or this armor that we, uh, that we believe ourselves to be. And we focus on, on that so that we never have to address this wound. We never, we just are trying to leave that inside, right? Mm-hmm. But when people do that, they, they have a lot of problems. Like where there's like they and they're like unaware, you know, of why they're behaving in such uh, detrimental ways. And it's because they 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 don't realize that they are hurt, that they're still injured from this past relationship or something. So, so like then the, once they realize that, are they suddenly better? No, he says you have to. Part one of this book is identifying the the protective self, and then part two is deconstructing the protective self and he said that like you you have to just like destroy it and uh i haven't gotten to the part where he explains that but he's like (laughs) he's like after this there's no going back you'll never be able to go back to your old identity it's over and even if you want to and i'm like what what kind of secrets does this book hold what's the end game here i don't (laughs) you know well then you want then you want to resolve the part three is resolving the core wound like after you deconstruct the protective self, now you're going to actually get into the wound, mend that for the first time in your life, and move on as a healthier person. Oh, this sounds like a lot of work. Isn't there some kind of shortcut? <laughs> this part? <laughs> Vodka? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> that seems, yeah. Whatever works. I have a theory that there's nine of us um, living inside of us. I think that, um, I thought when I was 14, I was in the, psychiatric hospital and I remember telling the doctors that I don't think there's just one person in my head I think that there are different gender different age characters in my mind and that I can like I can tell that they do different things they have different values and um, they told me I did not have multiple personality disorder because I was like I think it's multiple personality disorder and they're like but you know what all of them are Apparently, shortly after that, internal family systems was something developed by psychologists who clearly stole it from me, where (laughs) (laughs) we do fragment and have subpersonalities and different pieces of ourselves and different people, different pieces of people who have been a big influence in our lives. So like there's a there's a voice in your head that's your mom, a voice in your head that's your dad, a voice in your head that's uh, people, you know, uh, shitty boyfriends. There's the the what's called exiles which are little broken pieces of like child you and or people who have been um um hurt and in order to stop them from flooding the system with emotion you you create these protectors and again in the last year i became very aware of when i was emotionally triggered or sensed loss a different version of myself shows up and is like uh you will pay you will pay right now and I will make you hurt. And I think about things I've done in the past where if I sense um, uh, that I am being left, there are, you know, there is the codependent part of me that shows up and tries to control the entire situation. There is another part of me that will just leave, that will just leave and never talk to you again. And, um, None of these values match the logical part of my mind. And in this last year, I'm acting one way, but like I know that none of this lines up with my values or logically I understand that I'm acting crazy, right? And so I think that that is a million different pieces of us. And But we're told that you are this one stream of consciousness in your mind. So when you have these negative thoughts and you, you never have isolated that as like, oh, that's my 
you know, narcissistic father's voice. Mm. And we don't listen to him. Uh, you never like break these voices down. And if you really look at people, you ever notice people's body language changes or their um, affectation changes sometimes? I think that those are just all these different subpersonalities. And if we were able to master them, if we knew this, if we knew that there were a bunch of them and you were able to catalog them and then eventually figure out how to decide who's at the control panel, because like I have an autopilot who shows up when I don't know people and it's right. awful. <laughs> I'm sure you've met her. I can't, I transpose words. I like respond to sentences in ways that don't like, they're like, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And she's awful. She's terrible. But she takes over the second I am in an unfamiliar space with unfamiliar people. And I hate it because there are a million of me that are great at talking. And <laughs> I can't control why she's there. And sometimes she shows up and I'm on stage. And it's like I just start transposing words. And for a long time I had to memorize my set because it would show up and I would bomb. And so I'm like, if I cataloged them and if I mastered how to control who's at the helm when we could all be like superheroes, right? Like oh, we could be, sure. you could do anything if, you know, you could, uh, finish sentences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so I see, so I see that's the grand end game. Like that makes more sense of why you would need to even worry about any of this. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's <laughs> like, pretty good. That's, that's, that's pretty sense. enticing. Really? Well, well, for Superhero. me, I'm <laughs> just, I just came to the recent realization that it's possible uh, I was married to uh, uh, one of these, these people that uh, is toxic, right? Uh, I mean, the quiz said so. so. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's good enough for her. Yeah, the, the divorce, I mean, marriage was fine. I, was, I felt like my memories are like really happy. Uh, like the, the the marriage was good and then the divorce kind of took me by surprise and then like everything got ugly really fast and then for the last three years it's just been terrible like our relationship is awful we have to co-parent because we have a kid together and uh god damn it's just it's just a struggle it's a real struggle and uh somebody posted something about like a page, it was a, they posted a page on their Instagram from that other book, Psychopath Free, and I read it and I went, oh fuck, <laughs> and then I like Googled it and I took this quiz and I was like, fuck, 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 and I, what I immediately realized was that my whole identity for the last three years has been defined by the divorce, and Alicia and Jinx, you guys were there for it. Right. Yeah. The night yeah. that she left, I was with you guys, yeah. you know, um, and you were there for years and throwing me birthday parties and giving <laughs> me head scratches and like all this stuff. You guys were there. You saw how much that fucked me up. Oh, yeah. My whole identity has been based off of that. Like I'm a person now who fucks up relationships. You know, I'm the guy who messed up my marriage. I'm the guy who like overreacted, like way too emotional way too depressed, way too angry. Um, all these things that I believed about myself, I hurt the people that I love, etc. all came from this person. Like this person told me that and I believed them because why wouldn't I? I loved them. I loved them and I trusted them. And then I read all these accounts. I got onto this Facebook group. The person who posted the picture, I messaged them and they were like, you should check out this Facebook group. And all these people are writing their own stories. And I'm like, oh, ho holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And um, now it's like I've in the last week or so, I've just been like trying to like tally, trying to get an idea of what the damage was. Like, okay, if this, if this, uh, wasn't true. Like the way that I thought it was, what does that change? You know, like, uh, and down to think about like, okay, I wasn't like, I didn't mess up my marriage. I was great. I was a good husband. And then she was tired of it and wanted to leave. That's a completely different outlook on my whole life. Uh, but like, I, I don't know, like I have to read the book first, I guess. To get <laughs> I haven't, I haven't but finished no. the other book yet. you read, the first book that he wrote, uh -huh. like reading that book, did that, did that make you have a, 
like a genuine did you get a genuine result from reading that book I don't book? think you read that because read I read, read, e- I read excerpts and I did the oh. quiz from it they didn't have it at the library that's remember right. that's how we I did right. Ex- right I was misled I am so sorry no 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 it's okay I but did. I think I you forgot it. what this podcast I did. is about. I did. I, I got completely, I get completely skewed. I was just. But like that one is it. about right. identifying sociopaths and narcissists and and controlling people, and right. so it's mostly about them and like their uh, their point of view and stuff and how they feel and like how they how they're never wrong. Like they're never wrong and they're never sorry. Uh, and like what triggered all of this was it was um, I told her we we just did a trade a custody trade-off she was 25 minutes late and i was like that's that's annoying uh when we say a time can we try to stick to it and she just smirked at me as if i was crazy as if i was being super dramatic over exaggerating this 25 minute thing and uh and and then i pushed her on that i was like hey i don't like you smirking at me like that when i'm like uh, you know, and then she immediately launches into all the things that I could have done better. She's like, well, why didn't you tell me you were waiting? Why didn't you tell me you had somewhere to be? Why didn't you tell me? And I was like, why weren't you just here at the time that we were supposed to be here? You know, and then she starts crying. She starts crying and is like, I don't know what's wrong with you today, but the tone you're using is making me anxious. And like now she's the the full on victim. And I had these memories from like our entire marriage where I was like, oh, shit, this happened all the time. Anytime my feelings were hurt and I tried to bring them to her and I'd be like, hey, you did this thing that hurt my feelings. She would just start crying and be like, it it hurts my feelings that that hurt your feelings. Right. And, and why do you think I'm, why do you hate me so much that you assume that I'm doing this? And like, and then I'm just like comforting her. And then you're apologizing. Yeah. I'm apologizing. Right. I'm comforting her. I'm like, I don't think bad things about you. I'm just saying that that hurt my feelings for a second. But like, I totally see where you're coming from. Well, and I, and I read that and I read that as like, you know, this, the stereotypical behavior of people right. and everything starts clicking. And I'm like, yeah, she's, in the, at least in the last three years in this divorce, like she's never wrong, she's never sorry. There's not like, and whatever I'm like doing is is what's wrong. Like when I was like, hey, listen, it really hurts me that like you we set rules that we were gonna follow for our son, and you're breaking them. And then she would be like, you're a jealous, uh, insane person, and so please stop bothering me and my new family. Or something. You know, like, I'm and I'm like, down. what? You know, she just <laughs> tell me about like how I would just I I I read in again excerpts from that other book just about how uh, they do like almost imperceptible things, uh, that so that you don't you can't when you try to list it out you just seem crazy. You ever fucked with a narcissist? You ever had a narcissist in your uh? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not like definitely. like self-important people, no, but, like but like the people with the real manipulative yeah. narcissist. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely. Fucking nightmare. Sure. But they're really good at doing things in a way that y- if you if you call them on it, they can be the victim. Mm-hmm. And if you tell other people about it, you it seem like a petty insane. piece of shit because right. right. it's such a subtle energy exchange thing. Yeah. You're like, no, really. It's a different. There's a thing. And but, everyone's but like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, for three years, yeah. there's been stuff with like uh, custody and just the divorce and everything that like I. I haven't vented to anyone about because I will sound nuts. And I think I am projecting. I am very, I am like, I am what she tells me. I'm angry. I'm jealous. I'm upset, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I'm focused on the past and I believe all these things. And I say, yeah, you're just projecting. You need to calm down. So I don't tell anyone this stuff, but now I'm like, this is, uh, this is fucked up. Yeah. I'm mad about it. And I think you can like at, at the time you can't, also because then it adds to the crazy because it's happening at that moment mm-hmm. and then it's even more so with some time yeah you can get it all out i think jeffrey lewis remember jeffrey lewis on facebook that assaulted me and then, oh, oh yeah and then argued with Please me about that story oh, God damn, was that that post that's the yeah. guy that's yeah. the one that's the one specifically i put you on my instagram i was like this is so, so yeah good. this is the guy that i that i i guess i'll say that i date like i dated him but when i say that it feels like it's not the right word when it comes out of my mouth <laughs> you were held hostage kind by of, him that's what it feels like really oh it's a terrible How situation i was probably 20 and he was and he would have been 31 okay 
and he um, had a girlfriend when I met him and then of course I just was so impressive that he had to leave his girlfriend because Wow, didn't that make me feel good? Right. He didn't actually leave his girlfriend. You guys, right. that none of that happened. <laughs> turns um, out. Turns but out. the idea of it. But the idea of nice it, present. how intoxicating. Uh -huh. And then um, <laughs> he rented an apartment for me that was in the building across from his so he could see the apartment. And I thought, how sweet. And his <laughs> oh girlfriend still lived in the apartment with him across the way. And How yeah. sweet. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, she's still around. And then I'd like... Tried to not Wait, see her on the you, sidewalk. So you knew she lived there? No, I thought she was just like Around. crazy oh. and was bothering him because she's yeah. crazy, obviously, because he broke up with her for me. <laughs> None of this happened. Uh, wow. Okay. So then. Um, meanwhile, I, she's just going Meanwhile, home. she's like, that's funny. That's hilarious. He's telling her stories about Did me. Did she know about you? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. They thought that was fun. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> my God. And then uh, I. That like a year later, I'm dating him like a year later, and he would get me to invite like my friends over to have him like pierce them. He was into piercing people. Um, he's oh. some kind oh. of computer guy, so that seems normal. <laughs> and um, piercing he'd invite have me invite my like cute high school friends over because I'm only 20, you know, I'm still, and um, and then try to like get him get him to sleep with them, stuff like that. Whoa. Yeah, and then I Why would lose all my friends, oh. and they didn't want to talk to me anymore. And then this went on for like two years, and then finally it got insane. And then it got insane. Yeah, the, yeah because I finally realized what was happening. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I was like, no, you should not be in my life anymore. And then that was when he assaulted me, and then I had to run out of my apartment in my underwear to get help, and my neighbor wouldn't let me use the phone. Because they were scared. So I ran upstairs and found a girl that was in a, a class in college with me that I kind of recognized and banged on the door. And she let me in and we called the police. And then she and I got to be really good friends, actually, after oh, that. Oh, wow. And that was amazing. Um, so when so when this all happened on Facebook. So what, yeah, what's the Facebook um, post that starts this? The Facebook post was me putting the cover photo that was like men shouldn't be allowed to decide what happens to women's bodies or something uh -huh. written over and over and over. That was it. It was okay. just a statement of fact. And then it was got into a thing about abortion and that all the, the limitations on abortion and that women shouldn't be, he said, women shouldn't be trying to kill babies and then maybe we wouldn't have this problem. And I was like, oh, okay, now, so I go look at his page. He's uber Christian and Ugh. he's married for like the third time and his children are morbidly obese. <laughs> and... He starts, he goes into this whole thing on my Facebook page about how the whole problem is that women should just maybe settle down. He has a, a he has a few comments, a like it's comments. several, like and people are replying and to I'm him. And I'm trying to appeal to him on a very, like what I think is a mature and respect respectful level of like, this is a grown man. This is a long time ago. Maybe he has his life together. Doesn't look like it. He dyes his goatee. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it's not together. Um, so I'm trying to be respectful. And I'm like, actually, you know, I know that you're very religious now. And I'm kind of arguing like, you know, this isn't biblical. And you're just using that as a crutch. And here's what the Bible actually says. And maybe it's a matter of women's rights. And like, I'm trying to have an intelligent discussion. And he just keeps getting more and more stupid about it. And so I finally just said, well, also, you know, he, I forget how he said something like, well, isn't that right? Or something that I had to answer. Uh -huh. I don't even remember now. But I finally just said, well, and also you assaulted me in college and then lied about it. And I had to run away from you and call the police. And so whatever you say about women <laughs> and how much you respect them yeah, and your religion. And that's correct. awesome. That's cool. Great. And then I like said something about his wife. And no, you said something about I yeah, remember, telling your wife that you did. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. about did, lying I, to uh -huh. his wife. Did about you tag her? Past. Did I tag her? I feel like maybe I, feel I like tagged maybe her. you tagged her in it. Like um, you were too beautiful. nice. You were too nice to tag I her, tag and her. I was like, I'm not too fucking nice to tag right. her. Beautiful wife, bitch. Yeah. So, so that's my narcissist, you guys. There was a lot under. That was just uh, the highlights mm. of yeah. the whole. With <laughs> narcissists, there are like three million stories. Yeah, there's so my sister had a narcissist boyfriend that I, I got very codependently activated in that situation. So I was in it. And if I ever start to tell that story, I get like hours in because it was just like, I keep remembering mm -hmm. things, but they have a way of like separating you from your friends and family oh, yeah, in totally. a way that they play victim to people close to you. 
And so he came over to our house and was like, uh, Aaron, Aaron dated a narcissist for like five minutes once who tried to like come in between us. And, uh, it was very obvious. Yeah. Was, she was, uh, you know, a rookie narcissist. Damn it. She's very bad. Oh no, it was Jody. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know oh, her. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's coming together now. Oh, damn it. Yeah, she should have worked on it a little well, more. Well, she was like she running out of supply because the Boise uh, Tinder was <laughs> running dry. Uh, no, but like uh, did we? I learned uh, about this thing called love bombing and how they like shower you and they, and they, they learn from you like what you want yes. pretty quickly and then they emulate your oh perfect partner. They convince yes. you, that, you yes. that they are your perfect partner. The one thing that I that I scanned in this book, whole again, was that they will emulate your speech and texting patterns and just try to mirror you, mm -hmm. right? And so, like, I met this girl, and, uh, like, she was funny. She was cute. Okay, let's go out on a date. And then we go on a date, and, like, everything that I say, she's like, oh, my God, me too. Oh, my God, me too. And it's just like, wow, this is um, – this feels magical. This feels cool. This feels excellent. Uh, but then, like, everything after that date was just, like, uh, like – she was, like, trying I, – I caught her in so many things. Well, if you have any shred of any kind of, like, self-doubt or in inner hatred, any kind of – anything like that. They mirror that back, too, yeah. Yeah, and you just get so filled up. You're just like, okay, yes. Oh, my God, yes. This feels so good. And then – and then it all comes And then they slowly down. take it. And when they slowly <laughs> take it back, you start to fall apart. Mm. And you're just trying to get back to good. And, and if you can please them, like if you can make them happy, then yep. you'll get that back somehow. If mm. you can just yeah. keep. But then it's like they run, they're energy vampires. So mm -hmm. then they like, uh, they it's like they're, they're just squeezing the rag out for as long as they can. And once they've like, in the relationship, they've depleted you down to where you're chronically depressed or chronically anxious or can't function in any way shape or form they discard you and they yeah. discard you violently like i don't know swiping tinder in front of your face uh <laughs> after seven years of marriage um, that's my, during that's, a breakup that's my story that's a uh, yeah yeah so which i got i was i was very depressed very anxious at the end when i was uh perhaps discarded and right. it was very emotionally violent when my ex-wife uh left you know she was uh, on literally on Tinder in front of me. You know the story, right? She, yeah, she yeah. We were she breaks up I don't with him. Think, I don't think your uh, your response to that whole situation was inappropriate. No. Thank right? you. No. When you heard that story, were you not like, what kind of fucking sociopath? You break up at the beginning of a of a of a car ride where the person then is stuck and trapped in a car with you for for days, days. and mm -hmm. then you swipe Tinder in front of your husband of seven years' face. The only time that that's an appropriate uh, uh, action is if this person like cheated on you or beat you or something right. like, because that's a violent and emotionally violent thing. When he told me that story, I was like, so she's a giant piece of shit. And he's like, no, I got depressed. And, you know, like right, it was a good marriage. And I was like, I don't think this is a good person. Right. I don't think this, I don't think anyone who is a good person is capable of this. I don't right. care how difficult your marriage got at the end. This is not an appropriate response no. to a, we were fighting at the end um one time she came over to the apartment she was already staying with someone else she came over to her apartment and i was sitting uh at my laptop with her and helping her search for an apartment to move into and uh she was chatting with a guy from tinder next she was like giggling and looking and, the, and like at her phone like <laughs> And then like typing, but like in like the, um, she has like Tinder open, and she's just like messaging a dude. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm looking for your fucking apartment yeah. right now. Yeah, but by doing Do you, that, you if do she does that, that automatically casts you in the role of the person who did something wrong, and so that puts you exactly where you need to be, so that yep. she can be like, oh, oh, I'm 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 good. I'm heading out because he's the terrible person here. She set it up in a way that she was able to leave him and still feed off of him three years later. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is what narcissists do. I'll, they'll mm -hmm. leave you so, so fragmented that they can just come back and poke it whenever they want. And you'll just come feed them back. again. Yeah. yeah. It fucking sucks. Today we were talking like uh, a memory that came back from like the end of the marriage when things were like rocky. And like we were going to like couples counseling, I think probably at this point. And 
she went to a different town. She went to Provo for something, you know, and then was like, I'm on my way back. And then just like never came home. And I was just like really upset. And uh, I was like, uh, she came home and I was like, you know, I had to baby all day. And I was like, where the fuck were you? Like, how, it doesn't take that long to get back from there. And uh, she started crying and became the victim. And like, she was like, I just stopped at the Museum of Modern Art because I needed some time to myself to process some things. And I just felt inspired to go to the museum. And uh, why well, you're always blah, blah, blah. I was happy for a moment. For one moment, I was happy <laughs> in the museum. Forgive me. Sorry. And like I caved, I caved, and I was like, saw, I was like, oh, oh, uh, you know, okay, like I, Meg Ryan, you uh, couldn't text. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. That's right. Like today, I'm like, why the fuck did I allow that lame excuse? You went to a museum. You were so moved, and you didn't say, hey, I'm stopping at a museum. <laughs> it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna yeah. be yeah. a while. Who who wouldn't do that? And then who wouldn't <laughs> apologize for that? And then, uh, yeah, this is my head has been swimming with all these memories and like recategorizing them, you know, I mean, like, OK, so I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And it's almost been like because remember, I'd be like, you don't have a lot of memories of like. You don't have a lot of married people stories. You don't have a lot of. You know how people just say, you know, like I have probably I don't know, 50 go to stories for right. different things and I there's like not a ton. And uh, it's weird when you get a new piece of information. This just happened to me with my uh, marriage where I add a new piece of information to it and then I have access to these million stories because uh, I can I'm like those stories didn't fit this narrative where my marriage was perfect. Right. And so I can't, I don't even think of those stories. And then I barely tap into them. Maybe my <coughs> marriage wasn't perfect. Maybe I'm codependent and can just eat giant piles of shit without even noticing that I'm doing it. <laughs> and then once I open that up as a possibility, here come 5 million memories. Yeah. Here's your evidence file. Yeah. Now, no, like, it's been like desk. crazy. Right. And then it's like, uh, now I'm just freaked out that I don't know what love is and that uh, I should just be single for the rest of my life because I'm like, well, if that wasn't it, I guess, fuck it, right? I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm in the same thing. Yeah. It's weird. So did we solve it? I, 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 I That's my <laughs> question. It's like having not read the book and now we have this information. I feel like I'm going to give it more stars than I was before. Really? <laughs> before I was really? like, Pfft. I maintain that like, I still well, think it seems like a lot of work. It does. Yeah. It's a real like, drag. You know what the first thing that I read? Than I, thought. The, yeah. I read in the table of context, there was a, a chapter called How to Win Against an Abuser. And I was like, okay, this is the chapter for me. Not I the one know. about Tony? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to know how to win with her. I want to know. And, is the answer uh, you don't? Yeah, it's God bullshit. damn it! <laughs> she's like, she's like, there's no winning. There's no winning. You That's have to thought. stop thinking in this binary terms of winning and losing. It. And I was like, I well, I, why did I get Jackson this book? McKenzie. Yeah. No. Ugh, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna downgrade back to two stars. <laughs> well, I was up what to are we four. Doing out of what? Out of whatever. It, it can be a scale of okay. literally anything. anything. Beach balls. Who cares? But, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, Three ham and cheese croissants, <laughs> and one chicken Caesar wrap. That's what? What? that's pretty high. That was going to be that my high answer. Damn it! No, but that's uh, that is not for this book. That just uh, is an example of. Oh, oh okay, yeah. sorry. Well, then that is well. my answer. <laughs> I'm giving it five you stars like it. for a name that doesn't make me want to wrap it in a paper bag. Okay, yeah, it, it is. You're right. Work. It is less embarrassing than most. Yeah, but because it does look like a cookbook. It does look like a yeah, dietary sure. guide for sure. And you're right. That is a little more like I'm cool in public with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's how I read in public, by the way. Yeah. I sit up very straight, and I hold it out in front of me like this. I'm giving it five stars because I I am planning on it fixing my life. I'm I'm go I'm going to be whole again the next so time you, you guys see God, it. So you do plan to, to actually out. read this book? Yeah, I'm really. Okay, cool. will you read it and report back? Yeah, and will let, you let us know. How? Have you been sure. stalling on reading it because of this podcast? No, okay. uh, there, I had I actually I had a I had a day set aside that I thought I was going to get a lot of reading done. And <laughs> That's how they get you. That's mm -hmm. how yeah. they get you. So, okay. but it, it worked. And then I was like, uh, after that day passed, that's when I was like, I should suggest this book for the podcast. <laughs> there we go. I feel like we got a lot out of it. I feel like we got a lot done today, kids. <laughs> we covered a lot of bases. Uh, yeah. We are uh, on our way to being broken and rebuilt. Uh, I'm not. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you guys seem, you know, you guys seem like you got it all figured out. Well, you know, I think you guys are pretty well adjusted. I think. Uh, I, mean, I think we have a good, good friend. You know, yeah, there's a little present. Sure. <laughs> we're passing. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all right. Yeah, but uh, we're. You guys we're harmonized on that. <laughs> It's not the first time we've made that noise. <laughs> I think they're twin flames. It's true. Is that a thing? Yeah. Who's, that who's sounded thing. right. Who I was feels like, mm-hmm. more masculine in their spirit. What? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know you what ju- that means. Jessica, you tell them. Who? Which? All right. First of all, they they don't do masculine and feminine. They twin flames. They have a whole Bert and Ernie system. That's that, true. That oh. is true. Yeah. yeah. Every they say everyone's either a, a Bert, Bert or, or an Ernie. Ernie. Like yeah. you're obviously an Ernie and you're a Bert. Yeah. For sure, hands for down. For sure. Like I, I think don't that's even right. ha- Yeah. Yeah. Are you but, familiar but with Bert and Ernie, Jesse? You're like, like I don't know their personalities too much. But the uh, oh, you know that they're from Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. And yeah. that's what and and like in this relationship, if you're an Ernie and you're a Bert, that's not to say that you are always an Ernie or always a Bert. In different relationships, well, that dynamic can to, shift. Uh, twin flames. Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes perfect Ernie's sense. Ernie's the silly. More energetic. No, I try uh, not to use qu- qualitative words. Like what? <laughs> I, I'm going to need like better or worse. Okay. So like, yeah, it's not that Ernie or Bert are better or worse or more or less than each other. Oh, sorry that ever. I said more. They just have different, they just have different ways of experiencing joy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which one am I again? You're Bert. 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 So Ernie experiences joy by... <laughs> <laughs> She's pointing playing, at Alicia. Playing his drum set in the bathtub. Yeah, it's a more it's a more like active, spontaneous, um, impulsive. Like it has a Visible. lot of like yeah, a it's more a very external like, like joy. I am, I am I am in this joy. It is happening. I'm doing and it right it is now. happening to everyone around me because because I'm I making am this making thing. boyish it. exuberance. Yes. Okay. That okay. means yes. That does that works. Uh, Bert experiences joy. In a much more um, internal, pragmatic, pragmatic, um, subdued, organized way. Mm-hmm. It's not subdued though. He is very like he is totally he is in it. Like when when there's joy, it's just that's pa- paper clips or something. But it's pigeons, like, checkers. It's a thing. But here's books. the dynamic to me is that Ernie. I think Ernie's love being Ernie's, and they think that Bert's. They kind of feel like I'm sorry, you're a Bert. Because Ernie's are so Ernie. Bert's are like, I love Ernie. I want an Ernie in my life. Ernie's are amazing. But also, I'm real glad that I'm a Bert because that's a lot. <laughs> like they kind of see that side of it. Interesting. Is yeah. this a uh, a book that you two are writing? or uh-huh. no? It's part of the series. The first book is about how everything you need to know about marketing is taken from Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything, everything we ever it's needed to know about marketing or self-promotion, self-promotion, we learned from the Muppets Take Manhattan. It's all there. Yeah. Everything. Okay. Everything. But then this is the second part. Burton. Yeah. The Burton Ernie principle. Is there is there a third one in the works? I mean, there's not even really two in the works. No. We not only don't read books, we don't, we don't write, write them, them either. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other Bert? Who's Bert in this? I'm Bert. Jinx okay. is the Bert. I'm, I'm, I'm a very heavy Bert, but I do lean a little er- Ernie. Alicia's like the pure Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was a Bert, and they told they showed no. me. Oh, no, Aaron, oh, come Aaron. on. I, <laughs> my narcissist made me believe I was Bert. Well, you're not. I was wrong. You are, you are Ernie. Yeah, you're the live long mm-hmm. day. You're <laughs> pretty strong, Ernie. Uh, anyway, for our listeners, I, I've talked about you guys before, but I'll say again, two of my favorite people, and hands down the best comics in Idaho. Oh, thank uh, you. If, and we have lots of listeners in in Idaho and the Boise area. Look up Lady Business. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jinx Jenkins and Alicia Donahue. At, go see them live, or subscribe to Overbooked. Uh, follow their yeah. Facebook page. It's right here. Uh huh. Yeah, you can do that. Now, now we have a lot of listeners in like one town in Florida. Really? So what? If you <laughs> don't know these guys. I, what am I doing? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we are Aaron Woodall and Jessa Reed there you of are. the Mormon and the Meth Head podcast. You can mm-hmm. find us on. Twitter. <laughs> we don't have a Twitter yet. No, that's the one thing we don't have. You, you, you can it. find us on Instagram, Facebook. You guys are Instagram, real busy Facebook. On Facebook. Our yeah. podcast on whatever platform this is on, I'm sure. And uh, I mean, you're probably already listening 
<laughs> yeah, you're probably, the chances so are good that you're already that listening you're already to the Women in Meth Head. You know so where to find them. So come listen to us. Come over. Yeah. Ease-drop.com. Mm-hmm. Come on over. It's not clownpenis.fart. No, but it is. You can also get there from jizz.biz. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us there as yeah. well. Oh. Yeah. All right. And also, you can find Overbook wherever you find your Mormon in the mess. <laughs> yeah, wherever wherever you're looking, it's probably there. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks for having us in the studio, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Your brains. And if you want to. <laughs> If you want to not read books, you can get uh, an Audible trial at uh, Audible trial Audible trial <laughs> slash eavesdrop. AudibleTrial.com slash eavesdrop. There it is. That's you guys are sponsored by Audible? You pick well, an Audible, yeah. Audible trial, yeah. Get a little oh trial. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, it is one thirty nine in the a.m. One forty. It just switched. I can switched. tell by oh. my just bottle of Covitier. Oh, let's go home and go to bed. Let's do it. Okay, good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Books upon the shelf if we had the time of day. Whatever would we learn? What knowledge would we gain? Like you upon the morning blossom or candy for the brain. Place the books within our hands. Discuss them anyway. Grab your tea and have a seat. We're overbooked and that's okay.